In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Many of our common prayers bring our attention to the moment of death, to Hail Mary, for instance. But during this month of November, especially in All Souls Day, there are particular practices worth making more common. Praying the Stations of the Cross, visiting cemeteries, praying the Office of the Dead, reflecting on how a sacred scripture and the words of our holy patrimony describe our pilgrimage through the Valley of Tears. Even reflecting on how the Liturgy of the Hours follows the pattern of prophecy to incarnation, to our Lord's passion, death, and resurrection in the Holy Mass, and then the conclusion of our prayers in Vespers, and especially in Compline, in night prayer, everything points seemingly towards death, but as Christians, towards the resurrection. If all goes well, after Holy Communion, the Salve Regina, you'll hear chanted, not in the usual tone, but in the Cistercian tone that I learned 21 years ago. There's something beautiful about how Christians regard death. Not as a welcome friend, but as one whom God has made useful to him. Not originally part of the plan, sin having entered into the universe, God allowed death to be, for us, a rescue, a call to vigilance, a motivation to virtue. But especially as Christians who profess our Lord's death and resurrection, to remember the dead is to pray for them. And to pray for them is to pray for what can happen to them, which is the resurrection of the dead in heaven. It's impossible, it should be impossible for Christians to think of the dead without thinking of the resurrection. And so even though, even though I made some sort of vague promise that this evening's Holy Mass would be almost indistinguishable from an extraordinary form Mass, you already heard one significant deviation from that, namely the chanting of the Alleluia. Not entirely unwelcome, obviously, but especially when we realize that to pray for the dead is to pray in the light of the resurrection, is to, is, to, is to reflect deeply on our faith in the resurrection. Because we're not simply acknowledging a past historical event that has secured or unlocked something precious to us, but we pray that exactly what happened to our Lord is what will happen to them. 
Otherwise, we're praying for something other than heaven. And we pray most especially at the holy altar where God takes what is dead and imparts to it his life. Bread and wine turned into the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord and Savior. We have six more days to visit cemeteries for the sake of a plenary indulgence. Our focus really should be on detachment from sin, although all the other conditions are important too. But one practice that is probably unfamiliar that's worth some explanation is the office of the dead. Something easily found, whether it be online or elsewhere, and if you have a a printed breviary, it's in the very back. In the same way that the Holy Church has a funeral mass, a requiem mass, whether it be at the time of death, on the day of the burial, or on anniversaries or other commemorations, which then completely replaces all the prayers and all the readings that would have been offered that day. And remembering there are some days when we are not allowed to offer a funeral mass or a requiem mass, namely Sundays and solemnities. On all the days when it is permitted to offer a requiem mass, it is also permitted to pray the office of the dead instead of the regular office for those who are bound to praying the liturgy of the hours. And so from the beginning of the day to the end of the day, it's a beautiful reflection, not on death and not primarily on I'm going to die, so I better behave. But it's rather on hope. Hope in the midst of tragedy. Courage in the midst of this veil of tears. Hope in the resurrection. Confidence in what our Lord has done, what he promises to do. The result then is that we are not disturbed by the thought of death. But we know we, at the same time, bear a great responsibility to pray for those who cannot pray for themselves. And we hope and trust, since the church will prevail against the gates of hell, that after we die, many will pray for us. And whose prayers are more soothing than those of the Blessed Mother, who was by our side at his death, offering him comfort and receiving his kindness and suffering with him the same, the same pains and the same wounds. We ask you to be with us now and at the hour of our deaths. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.